Hello, love. How you doing? I hope you're doing well, and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a life coach and social worker. Now, before I jump into this episode, yes, the very first episode, can you believe it? We finally made it right here to this very moment that we've been waiting on for almost a month. I want to share a little more about why I decided to start podcasting. Well, I was asked a question, what is my purpose? And at that instance, I realized that yes, in spite of all the careers and tasks and duties that I do every single day in my life, I am a lifter. I can sum up everything I've ever done into that one statement. I am a lifter. And it hurts my heart to see people who are defeated, burdened, and overwhelmed. I know what it feels like to have all of those feelings. And so I always want to come into someone's space and not highlight their flaws, but celebrate their strengths, celebrate what connects us. So it's my desire that when you leave my presence, that you feel a little bit better and a little bit lighter than before. And people have shared with me that they do. But then I was like, how can I reach more people? So the purpose of this podcast is to shed light on what connects us as humanity and shed light on what strengthens us as the wonderful people that we are. Now, this episode, we will continue to discuss time. Oh, you remember that time, as I stated in the sneak peek. Now, if you haven't listened to the sneak peek, you need to pause right here, go listen to that, and then come back. Because I talk about how time is the highest commodity on earth, because once it is spent, you can't get it back. Now, often we don't realize the value of time until we have lost it. We are forever running from this thing to that thing. And our time is full of work, taking care of others, errands and tasks. We wake up every day and get out of bed, and then all day, our prize, our goal is just to get through the day so we can go back to bed. Child, yes, we often want to add more hours to the day, but all we really want to do is just fill it up with more stuff. Y'all don't remember that old commercial with the cow gun lady? Now I'm dating myself, but because that had to be at least 35 years ago. But there was this cow gun lady. She had these little pictures of all the things that she had to do and needed to get done. And she just looked run down and tired. And she would just say, cow gun, take me away. And I never understood what that commercial really was about until I got older. That poor lady just wanted to take a bath with some bubbles. <laughs> Since she had, didn't have enough time, she wanted to escape time. Hmm. Even if only to take a bath. Now, as sad as that may sound, many of us are like that every day. We spend time taking care of others that we have very little time to take care of ourselves. Why? Because we say we don't have enough time. Then five or 10 years go by and then we feel like we have spent the entire time for others and very little time investing in ourselves. Well, I would like to invite you to change your perspective of time because yes, we are living in a world based on 24 hours a day and we need to use at least eight to 10 hours of those asleep. Now, most of us may have less than that. At least that's what we say. So with our, let's say 14 to 16 hours, what are we supposed to do with them? 
Well, I just want to pause right here and make a distinction between time, the 14 to 16 hours and timing or seasons, which have nothing to do with the clock at all. So first, let me say, yes, we should respect time. And what I mean by that, we should respect chronos time which is the ticking time measured by clocks that make up our hours and our days. But we should be led by Kairos time. Kairos is K-A-R-O-S. It is those moments of opportunity, those divine appointments, those moments that shift your entire trajectory with clear direction. So you can either focus so much on trying to get everything done in the 14 to 16 hours based on Kronos, or you can be led by the Kairos, which would tell you what's most important in those 14 to 16 hours you have. See, Kronos is time, but Kairos is timing. Let me give you an example. I was running around the other day, picking up food from the grocery store, picking up my nephew from daycare, then picking up prescriptions for the pharmacy. And the entire time I was trying to get back home to get on the conference call. I'm saying that so fast so you can realize how I was running. (laughs) I had to figure out how much time it would take me to do all of those things and get back home for this conference call. But man, when I tell you, everybody was behind from the line in the grocery store to the line at the pharmacy. I was stressing out. And then guess what? I did all that and then they canceled the call. I was so stressed out focusing on time that all I that what I really missed was that Kairos moment. The Kairos moment in the midst of all of that is I realized the most important thing was talking to my nephew about his day. Now he's only three years old, so you can only imagine this conversation. (laughs) And we started singing songs on the radio, which led me to a song that spoke to me at that moment. And I got an answer to a situation that I was dealing with, with my coworker. And guess what answer I got? Be still. And so because I decided to be still, to not send that corporate clap back email and really just be still, let things play out. This is not one of those things where you need to defend yourself. You just need to be quiet and it worked itself out. Now, if I had stayed in that moment of just trying to get all those things done, trying to get all this, you know, get to the grocery store pharmacy, I would have missed the Kairos moment. And I would have never heard the song if I had not just stopped focusing on what I needed to do and enjoy my time with my nephew. I would have missed the song and I would have missed my answer. So I would have gotten the time, but I would have missed the timing. So my desire is that you walk away from our time together and become more aware of the Kairos time. Again, K-A-I-R-O-S, the Kairos time. And the first step is simply allowing yourself to be more present. Don't continue to be in other people's presence and still looking at your phone. Be present. Cherish the time you spend with others. Be intentional about your conversations. The next time you are driving, stop looking at your phone and look at the beauty of the nature around you. Be present. Allow yourself to watch a good movie like the one I told you about, Collateral Beauty. Or read a good book from Toni Morrison or Alice Walker with some hot tea. Be present. 
Cook yourself a good meal that takes more than 30 minutes to fix, even if it's only for you. Why? Because you deserve it and enjoy the accomplishment if it turned out to be good, as well as enjoy the flavor. <laughs> be present. What I love about Kairos time is that it gives you an opportunity to breathe and to be mindful of every moment. It ensures that you are aware of the season that you are in, but you will also know what to do in that season. Just like when I listened to the song, I knew this was a moment and a timing that I didn't need to respond to that email. So now that we've talked about Kronos and Kairos, after the short break, let's talk about how to put that Kairos further into action. Hello, love, and welcome back. Now let's go a little deeper into understanding how to discern the Kairos moments. And so when studying this, I was led to Solomon who penned, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Now all my life, I thought he was talking about Kronos time. But as you look at his examples that he gives, he's really talking about Kairos time. The first example I like to pull out is he says, there's a time to plant and a time to uproot. So I got a question for you. The same question I had to ask myself, what needs to be planted in your life right now? Is it time to plant some seeds of trust, some seeds of love, some seeds of mercy, maybe some seeds of self-care and new beginnings? What is it that you need to start in your life? Now, I do know that seeds make plants, right? So when I looked up the benefits of natural plants, it says that it lowers anxiety and mild depression, and it improves perception and productivity. So I got to thinking, if natural plants can do that, imagine what love would do. Imagine what self-care would do. It would actually give you an opportunity to improve your perception and your productivity. But the part that I often struggle with is not that I really struggle with planting. I struggle with the fact that I'm good ground. I am always willing to invest in others and not will not realizing I'm not willing to invest in myself, which means you're good ground, but I need to see that I'm good ground too. I am worthy of the investment. You are worthy of the investment and the time it takes to give you the things that you need. And so just repeat after me, I am good ground. Because yes, you are. And why is it so important? Because you are important. You are valuable. Now, before we start planning, Solomon also reminds us it's time to uproot some things. Like <laughs> it's time to uproot bitterness and resentment. It's time to up uproot past hurts and unforgiveness. We have got to stop planting over existing things. We know we're going into situations, events, you know, relationships, friendships with all this baggage, with all these things, all this resentment. And we want to go in and plant on top of it. And all you're going to have is a bunch of weeds of confusion. So it's time to dig that stuff up. Now, again, like I said, I'm not a gardener. But I do know that once you start digging, you don't realize how deep the roots are until you start. So when you start digging, it may get so deep that you realize your trust issues was not based on your last relationship, but it was based on something that happened in your childhood. And at that moment, 
You need to go to therapy. Now, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm so serious about that because that's what I had to do as well. You need to take that time and process that information, process what you are identifying and exposing in yourself so that you can make sure you heal correctly. It's time to dig that stuff up that's choking the life out of you so that we can start planting a life-giving garden of hope. You deserve to live and not just exist. And that begins by uprooting some things and planting some things. And you are good ground. Now, he also talks about there's a time to tear down and then there's a time to build. Now, what mindsets need to be torn down for you? Is it the mindset of perfection, the mindset of procrastination, (laughs) or just feeling like I can't have any flaws or I have to make every right decision, or I have, you know, a mindset of fear, a mindset of rejection or false humility or unworthiness. You need to tear those things down. Before you start to build, because you need to be able to have the space to build your faith, to build your prayer life, to build thoughts of being whole, complete and lacking nothing. But let me tell you what we try to do. We try to remodel the thing. (laughs) We'll remodel a building instead of just tearing the whole thing down and starting all over again. You know how we try to remodel. Thoughts creating justification for our unforgiveness and rationalizing why this person don't deserve it. We try to remodel toxic relationships by taking trips. And if we go on this trip, things will get better. If I just accept what they give us, I'll be better because it's convenient and it's comfortable. And we believe it beats being being alone, despite how harmful it is to your soul. What should you stop remodeling and just tear down so that you can build again? The last example that I like to talk about today is there's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. Now, we have all experienced great losses and disappointments over the past few years. We have shed more tears than ever before in these seasons. We have also experienced what I call silent frustration. You know the ones that you shed alone in your bathroom and you weep in the shower. And if someone was to bust in the bathroom and ask you what's wrong, you wouldn't even be able to put it into words. You know those times when you listen to a song on purpose in the car by yourself because it gives you permission to release the bottle of tears that you need to just, because if you don't, you're going to explode. You need to have those moments. Believe it or not, we need them. Don't you ever consider those times to be bad or define yourself as weak because you weep. Weeping cleanses the soul. Research has found in addition to being self-soothing, shedding tears releases oxytocin and endorphins. Weeping can reduce pain and promote a sense of well-being. So you were created with this emotion for a reason. It is not a weakness. It is a gift. Stop trying to go around here, trying to be strong, saying you okay when you're really not. Tell the truth. You need that. You need to have that longer shower until the water turns cold. You need to sit in the bathroom till your legs go numb. Did you know that the National Eye Institute explains the lubricating effect of tears helps people see more clearly? Your tears improves your vision. Yes, that is a reason for your tears because it only improves, it not only improves your physical vision, 
but your spiritual vision. You can see clearly now how you should value yourself and how you deserve to be respected. So not only is there a time for weeping, but he also says there is a time for laughter. Where can you find yourself laughing at your own self? Now, you don't need a comedy show. Let me tell you, I don't need a comedy show to laugh. Now, I do use them and I do watch them, but I can laugh at myself. You know, when you gain so much weight that you break into a sweat trying to put that Spanx on. (laughs) So you can just be cute for a few hours only to realize your body is crying and weeping with sweat from the lack of circulation (laughs) and the lack of this this thing to be able to breathe. And it's crying out, please release us. So then when you finally get home and try to peel that thing off, your body pops out like biscuits, free to be fluffy. That, my sister, (laughs) is a time just to sit on the side of the bed and not weep over the fat, but laugh over the moment itself. Laugh at yourself when you go into a room and don't remember why you went in there. (laughs) To begin with, laugh when someone sends you a good TikTok or a meme. We will have more than enough seasons to weep. That you don't have to use all your tears up in this one moment. You need to spread them things out. So let's be honest. We need to laugh. And let me tell you what I learned about laughter. Your body doesn't know the difference. So it's going to release the same positive hormones whether something was funny or not. So you can sit there sometime in the middle of watching TV and it ain't even funny and just bust out laughing. Now the people around you might think you crazy, but you can say, oh no, no, I'm just trying to relieve some stress and just start laughing. came out of nowhere but my body don't know the difference so it just starts releasing all of these wonderful hormones and doesn't know whether it was funny or not because it doesn't care so we all have those moments that we can find to laugh what I thought was so interesting is that I found moments where I laugh and weep at the same time You know, where you may be weeping over someone that has passed away. And then in the same moment, somebody will tell a story and you'll begin to laugh while the tears are still flowing. That, my friend, again, is collateral beauty. So I know that we have talked a lot (laughs) about a lot of things today. So I want you to take some time this week to journal what needs to be torn down and what needs to be built. What needs to be uprooted and what needs to be planted? Do you need a good cry or do you need a good laugh? Because girl, it's time to turn the lights on so that you can shine. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with part two on shedding light on time. As we continue to explore the Kairos moments, Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share daily inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and Music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining.